Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I am good. What about you? Good, good, good. good. Yes. Good. Um, okay. I'm excited about today's conversation because this is definitely something we've bonded over. And I think it's perfect to talk about in the new year because um, a lot of people are thinking about it. So today topic that Christine and I are going to talk about is the mind body connection, like moving your body, um, how that helps us with our mindset. And then ultimately how our intuition plays into what we choose to do for movement. So I think the new year is a time where a lot of people make lofty goals, um, which is amazing. Sometimes, you know, the gym memberships are up and people decide like, I really want to make a change. And, um, and that's amazing, but we want to kind of talk a little bit more about how to make a sustainable goal for yourself to move your body. Um, so you're, that you're not disappointed if you like miss a day or whatever, but may, but more so make it a part of our lifestyle and what that looks like. So I think we'll kind of talk about what we do, how we've um, evolved over the years in terms of moving our body, what that relationship looks like with, you know, ourself and just giving ourselves grace in that area. Um, yeah. So we'll start yeah. there. So Chris, I love that. I want to ask you at first, like you've been, I know you've had a really big season with moving and all of that stuff. Like, what does this look like for you or what are your goals? And I don't know for this year, what has, what have you been focusing on? Yeah. I think like the five years ago, me was like gung ho. Like I wake up every morning, I run three miles and I do this and I do that. And I didn't necessarily listen to my body. Um, I just did it because it was like, that was what I did. And I think, and you know, I think that we could talk all day about this and hopefully we can discuss this on future episodes, but Mm -hmm. that leads to burnout, the shame spiral. Like you just said, like if you miss a day, it just completely throws you off. And then you're just like, and it also leads to metabolic on, you know, disease and unhealth. So we can talk about that another time, but I have grown thankfully. And, um, yes, prior to moving, I was almost a daily exerciser in some way, Mm -hmm. um, listening to my body, I would, you know, um, I have a Peloton bike, so I love to Peloton. Sometimes I still love to run. Um, when my body feels like it can handle it, I love to run. I love yoga. I really am not like a one size fits all exerciser. I find movement of any kind to be so, um, therapeutic. And Mm -hmm. so for me, I just need to do something every day. Um, And during the moving process, that was very difficult. We were in a bunch of, we had moved different houses. Like I have not formally exercised in probably over a month and, um, I'm feeling it, (laughs) um, not necessarily in like a physical way, more of like an emotional, like, does it have with stress? Yeah. Like Like, that's how it impacts me. Like, I, this morning was feeling so like almost neurotic. Like I just am very short fused and I'm very like, 
you know, I just, and it's, it's because I have no outlet for all of the energy and emotions that are stored. And I mm-hmm. need that outlet every single day. So, um, you know, but with that being said, there are seasons of life where who knows what, it doesn't matter. It's just it, it, when you can't get to it, when you can't do it, yeah. um, you have to learn how to function without it and give yourself the grace without it. And mm-hmm. so do I feel better when I'm doing it? Yes. Um, will I completely like die and lose it if I don't do it? No. Can I wait? I cannot wait to get back to it. Um, and so anyway, I haven't worked out in the last, that was a long story long. I haven't worked out in over a month. But you're um, super active. You're like outside and doing stuff. Oh yeah, like we I feel like your your level of activity is probably <laughs> more than the average Joe. Well, we've been like outside every day and we've been hiking our land. And so I do yeah. I am getting exercised that yeah. way. But but not how you normally like go down, do my morning routine kind of exercise. by myself, have yeah. a time to myself. Like, no, I have right. not done that. Yeah. Um Well, that's what it is for me too. Like what you just said, I think it's like time for myself. Like it's one thing to do a walk or be with people or hiking, you know, being with the kids. But like, I think part of it isn't the workout itself. It's set apart time where you're by yourself. Yeah. Like that's where, yeah. If that's what you need. Um, I was just listening to, um, do you know the, 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 I think her first name is Katie. Katie Bowman or Katie Bauman, she does move your DNA. Have you heard of move your DNA? My friend Sarah told me about move your DNA. It's super cool. She has a podcast. She was just on the thousand hours outside podcast, um, which I love. And so anyway, she was talking about how we should try to Uh, make our movement, like kill, kill multiple birds with one stone. So like when you're exercising, do it with a friend because then you're getting in your friend time. And so maybe, maybe that works for some people. Maybe what people need is an accountability partner or a friend to do it with. And so it's, it is just like not a one size fits all approach at all. And so I don't want anyone to get trapped in the mind of like, you need to be doing a Peloton workout. Cause that's what right. I see people doing on social media or like right. you need to do it with a friend or you need to do it by yourself. You need to, this is where the intuition piece picks in with this, right? Like you need to do what feels right for you when it feels right for you. Like if you wake up completely depleted, you slept terribly last night, you're congested, whatever, give yourself some grace and like do some head like inversions yoga and it'll help clear the whatever you you know listen to mm-hmm. your body as well yeah uh, I feel like I just went on a major tangent but I just I think you know um even with when it comes to new year's resolutions like you don't have to change a darn thing you know but like if if you want to do it it's just mm-hmm. like there's so think- much information out there you just have to go with what feels right yeah and I think like some of it is we've we've talked about this, like you and I offline, but cause I'm similar to you, like, especially before kids, it was like, I mean, I'm a runner. Like that's what I've always done. I ran in high school. I still did marathons after school. And so like, that was ingrained to me, like how I work out, you know, um, I have since changed a lot. I still enjoy running, but like, to me, it was like, I didn't work out unless I did a five mile run, like hard, yeah. you know, yeah. and that is not, sustainable, sustainable, anything. And even when I didn't feel great, like not saying I was sick or anything, but even when I just felt exhausted, like I just felt like, well, it's just the way I should move my body. And, um, 
all that to say, maybe somebody does feel great doing that every day, but I don't. And so I have learned over the years too, that like a workout doesn't mean an hour. It could be a 20 minute hit workout and I get just what I need. I get an endorphin rush. I get, you know, like all of the, I get my heart rate up. I get a little sweat and I feel great. And so some of it has been, what is our mindset around working out? And why did we decide that it has to be an hour or a half hour? Or why does it have to be like busting our butt doing cardio? Like, are we allowing ourselves to even try the options? Like you were saying, like, I love to do all these things. That's beautiful to me. And that's how I feel now. But I kind of put I didn't want any of those options before. Cause I'm like, no, that's not me. I'm the runner, you know? And now yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, when COVID hit and I started doing at home workouts with hit, I realized how good it felt to kind of like starting to build muscle and places that I just never did before. And so, um, I was kind of forced into it because gyms weren't open just like the rest of us who were trying to work out <laughs> like in our home. Um, but it was really, lifting those really soup good. cans. <laughs> yeah. It was really good for me though. You know? Yeah. Thank yeah. God. I actually did have weights that were gathering dust. And so I put those out and, um, I did a workout this morning, 20 minute hit. It was one of the first videos I found four years, three years ago, whenever that was, um, the point is rewiring what I thought a good workout was, has been very liberating for me. And has allowed yes. me to not feel like I like uh, to get my, cause an hour for a mom or even somebody that just has a busy career. Like that's really hard to do every single day, unless you're waking right. up at like 4am. So anyways, all that to say, I want to, and we want to inspire you. Like, I believe that most people have 20 minutes in their day to do something. So like, what is that? That makes you feel good. If that's dancing yeah. or taking a walk, um, do that, like do it. Yeah. We just got a new puppy and well, he's not a puppy puppy, but sort of a puppy. And that has forced me in the winter to be outside, which I'm mm-hmm. a fair, I'm a warm weather gal. And so that's even been nice to be like, okay, I'm going to walk him for a mile. It's so nice out. Like it's cold, but it was just, it forces me outside and that feels so good to just breathe fresh air. So um, fresh air. Yeah. So now I'm the long-winded one, but I just, there's so much to say about, you know, I mean, my dog's my accountability partner, but like get somebody, if you need somebody else that'll like pull you, pull you out to do those things. Um, I, I just think that that sometimes is what it takes is just like trying something new, you know? Yeah. And I think the for a while, like in the nineties and like the early two thousands, even like the no pain, no gain mentality. Like I hope, I hope by now we've all kind of like let that go and like Mm -hmm. realize that that is not, um, it's not healthy. It's not sustainable. And like, I think, you know, think about how, like, like you said, when you used, if you didn't run five miles and it wasn't like a fast, like if you didn't do that, you felt incomplete or like you didn't do enough. Like, um, if that is you, if you are that person, like I really do invite you to find a community where you can, um, uh, work out in a more sustainable fashion. Cause that is not, um, probably not a healthy mindset. If you oh. love a good challenge every now and then, like, that's great, but it, you don't have to be 
paining yourself every time you exercise to see results. You can, like, if we all press pause right now on this podcast and drop down and did 60 seconds worth of burpees, <laughs> I guarantee we would come back here hopping and puffing and maybe even breaking a little sweat. Like you can surprisingly get your heart rate up um, fairly quickly. And yeah. I think um, at one point I was a, a bar three instructor. We've talked about that before when we had Susie mm -hmm. on. And um, bar three had a little campaign when I was an instructor about like moving throughout the day in short bursts versus mm -hmm. doing one long exercise. Yeah. And I loved that. That that like helped me retrain and rewire, like you said, about the my relationship with exercise because I didn't need to do an hour. I could do um, 10, five minute things throughout the day. And that yeah. was still as as functional and maybe even more beneficial because it got my my happy my happy hormones flowing 10 times throughout the day versus just one time throughout the That's day. That's smart. So, well, yeah. one thing I want to say too about when I was running so much, um, I also realized since then, like, so I eat gluten-free now, I was not eating well for my body and I constantly felt terrible. And so part of it was like exercise help relieve that, like blow in that, like terrible. I mean, I just, I, I truly just felt bad most of the time. So it was yeah. nothing about how I looked like, it, I mean, yeah, like I wanted to be in shape, but it was like, you know, when you just don't feel good, I didn't feel good. And so yeah. running helped me feel better, like get to a state of like not feeling crappy. So some of it is not just the exercise. It's the whole, like it's mindset. It's what we're feeding our bodies. And I'm not talking about perfection. I'm talking about like, if we're eating things that our bodies are literally rejecting, like we're not going to feel good if we're not sleeping well. So there's so many things that have to do with it. But as all of those start to align more, I think that's when you can give yourself grace in those areas, because I started to feel so much better. Yeah. I didn't feel like I needed to go run my butt off to like have my stomach pains go away, you know? And so right. that's a whole conversation that like for another day, but I think like, it's just important to talk about because it's certainly not just moving our body. There's like, that's not the only thing that's going to make you feel better, you know? And then the other thing that I want to hit yeah. on, but not like dive into, because hopefully we can bring somebody who can speak to this a little bit more, but as women, our bodies are unique and we have a cycle every single month that, you know, we go through a whole cycle of like how our body feels and we have we to are powered by hormones, powered ladies, by hormones. Ladies. And we have to acknowledge <laughs> that. And there's going to be certain times yeah. of the month where like you can go on that run or whatever. And there's going to be certain times of the month where your body's saying like, hold on, like I'm preparing for something else. And so the intuition piece of listening to our bodies, like, I just think that is so huge. And I want to learn more personally about that. Like, I am so interested. Christy and I talk about it all the time. Like I'm interested in learning about what, what the best um, workout cycle is for my actual cycle. Um, yeah. But as women, I think that is so important for us to acknowledge, like, okay, so my husband does CrossFit every single day. That's good for him. I do not think my body could do that all the time, you know? And so, yeah. um, what's good for somebody is not good for everybody. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely hope to have, um, 
I have a friend, a different Michelle, who is my acupuncturist, and we we hope to have her on the podcast to talk a little bit about, um, you know, kind of giving your body what it needs during the different times of your cycle. Um, so hopefully, fascinating. We'll, I really hope yeah. we get her on. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do that. Um, yes, and I think the other piece of it is like you you said this at the beginning, um, but just really meeting yourself where you are and like having maybe a hard conversation with yourself that looks like this. I am not where I want to be, but if I tell myself I need to be light years away from now, like, am I going to get there or should I have this, should I be comfortable where I am, but comfortable, not comfortable enough that I want to stay there. I want to make a change, but I'm going to do it slowly and sustainably Mm -hmm. um, and make a a good attainable goal is what I'm saying. Don't go from the couch to committing to running a marathon per se. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe start with, you know, walking a mile and then running a 5k, you know, baby steps, baby steps. And, um, because what happens if you overcommit yourself and give a lofty goal, which I think sounds good in your brain at first, is that you might get yourself into this shame cycle of like, oh, you couldn't do it. And then, oh, forget it. I'll just go back to the sofa where I'm comfortable. I have failed again. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for some people, like I I've this is kind of probably a conversation for a separate podcast, but like the the if failure is comfortable to you, then you're going to fail again, if that makes sense. Like if you make lofty goals and fail, make lofty goals and fail, make lofty goals and fail. If that's the cycle that you're in, that's comfortable for you, which sounds wild, but it is because you flex that muscle so many times where you're almost like programming yourself to fail because it's more comfortable there, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, and so I think if that is you, just you're the, maybe like, I love to make a list and write something down that I've already done just so I can cross it off. Yeah. <laughs> I do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what you need to get in the practice of doing is like writing things down, crossing to train your brain, to get out of that fail, fail, fail cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you can then start to not fail. And then you're going to push yourself to actually do what you say you're going to do versus saying it and then failing, saying it and then failing. Um, again, that's probably a whole podcast episode for a different day on, on like failing mindset. But, um, I think it's important to, to talk about here because obviously once we talked about the statistic of resolutions, um, it's evident that most people give themselves too lofty of a resolution and then they fail. We, we read the statistics a couple of episodes ago. So, which is why we um, started with make your bed. So we started, so we're like, what we want to do is like, okay, it's a challenge. If you don't already do it, you might've picked something else, drinking water, whatever, but like starting with one thing that you need challenging, easy, doable, attainable to prove to yourself. Cause some of us need to, yes, I can do that. I can commit to something for 30 days and then we build, right? Like we we build build up into that. So that, you know, if we are stuck in a shame cycle or disappointing ourselves or somebody else, we can kind of rewire that, that brain pattern so that we're like, no, I stuck with that. That means I can stick with the next thing. And, um, and even if it's not consecutive, it's, I have built a new lifestyle where most days I fill in the blank. 
Yes. And something I learned, this was a network marketing phrase actually from Beauty Counter, but um, a, a founder of Beauty Counter said, I think, um, imagine where you'll be one year from today if you just start now. Like, and I think that's so cool. Um, if you start now and you stay consistent and you build, like you just said, whoa, you're going to build so much in the next 365 days. And how cool to look back on that versus if you stick in that overachieve and fail, overachieve and fail cycle, mm-hmm. you going to be in the exact same spot 365 days from now because you tried to go too far too fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, it's just like allowing ourselves, I think sometimes baby steps feel so hard because you're like, no, I should be past that by now, or I should be doing that by now. Um, right. when really like, that's not how we learn. That's not how kids learn. That's not how we learn. Like we yeah. have to give ourselves, like, it's almost going back to what you were saying about vis- visualization. The last episode, we have to visualize, visualize every step of it. So maybe it's starting to be like, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to like visualize putting on my workout clothes and then I'm going to go to the bike Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, not just, we visualize 30 days from now of us, whatever we think that looks like, you know? And so, um, every part of it is important because, you know, whenever you're doing a new thing, it takes a new practice. So yeah, for sure. Not that I'm an expert by any means, but, um, I do have the working out part down, but that's just because that's been important to me. And that's been something that I care about. But I do think that a lot of the reason why people feel or like have like, don't do it consistently or feel shame around it is because they haven't found something that they love. And I truly think that if you allow yourself to try new things and kind of rewire that, like, oh yeah, I could maybe like that. I think people, more people will find something that like, they're like, oh, this feels so good. And right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were that person that's looking, I know we've, I, I am not, um, I am not, uh, part of a network marketing company with bar three, (laughs) (laughs) I get no kickback for this. Um, but I do think if you are someone that is looking for a good sustainable workout and you have not found that yet, please do check out a bar three studio near you or bar three online. It is just the most sustainable workout. And I'm saying that I don't even really do it that consistently anymore, but it is just a workout that you could do like multiple days a week and still walk away feeling way better than when you started. And so I want to try it. It's so good. So anyway, bar three online has, has great classes. And if you're, um, in Columbus, go check out, uh, the Upper Arlington, the New Albany, or the uh, Powell Studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, clearly we could talk forever and ever about this topic, and we probably will continue to do that in little bits and pieces. But I think like we wanted to open the conversation of the importance of moving our bodies, how that affects our mindset, and also just like allowing ourselves to acknowledge our intuition our hormone cycle, all of that stuff so that we can start to like find a good pattern of working out, feeling healthy, feeling good. Um, and also not being so hard on ourselves. (laughs) Yes. Let's make it a series. I I think we should continue this conversation. So we'll, we will do that. And, um, but I hope that leaves you inspired for the new year. And if you were someone looking to make some, um, changes in that department, I hope you have some tools now to, to do that. Or if it's just strengthening your intuition. Yeah. And like, let us know if you want accountability. I mean, really fast before we sign off, um, 
it really was. So Christy is, um, pretty consistent with her social media on Instagram. We've talked about that. And for a while she was, she would post, um, every morning. Oh, oh my gosh. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, I don't know what just happened. Um, hang on. Ah, okay. Sorry. I we're on zoom and I click something weird. Anyways. Um, she would post videos of her, like working out or after a workout, whatever with her dog, whatever it was. And even though I was planning on doing it and did it, like it inspired me and made me feel like, Oh, my friend and I, like, it's just a bond thing. So if you need somebody just to know that, like, Hey, I did it too. We're here. So we can be yes. your accountability gals. I don't know if, to me, it makes me just like feel like, oh yeah, that's another person doing the same thing, even though we're in different basements, um, just yeah. trying to accomplish the same goals. So, yeah. So when I get back to working out, I'll start posting. <laughs> <again>. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it, it does encourage, it encourages me and people have said that it encourages them. So I do love that ripple effect and yes, for sure. You know, Okay. Well, um, we hope you have a great day and make your beds and then get your fitness on. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually too bad here in Columbus. So anyways, well, we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.